y'all welcome back to my channel the truth about god my name is erica brown and if you've been with me a while welcome back and if you're new to my channel welcome i'm happy to have you and if you are listening to me on my podcast what's up i'm happy that you're listening there too okay i'm happy to and grateful for the opportunity to be able to pour into you and influence you so it's, it's a big deal and i appreciate your time and your energy and your views and your eyes and everything that you give me okay if you're watching i appreciate you okay Tonight, I want to talk to you about something that is very, very, very difficult. Or else it has been very, very, very difficult for me. Okay? Um, and as usual, God's love brought me through it. And even today, just really showed me and taught me and revealed to me how far I've come in this area. Okay? So... God loves the one you hate. Okay? God loves the people that you hate. Okay? Now, I'm not necessarily talking about people who hate folks for no reason. Some people hate gay people. Some people hate black people. Some people hate white people. You know, some people hate men. Some people hate women. You know, I'm not talking about just you just decided to hate folks just because you don't like them you know and a lot of a lot of a lot of people do that a lot of us do that you know it's not cool but it's the truth i'm talking about people who have hurt you wounded you caused you to struggle think less of yourself um who really taken things from you and as a result it's caused you to hate them and i know a lot of times as Christians, we're hesitant to use the word hate, but then our actions and our behaviors and our feelings kind of lend towards that. So we're not telling God the truth of how we feel so we can receive healing from him. We are feeling the the, the emotion and have the spirit of hate probably, but not addressing it and confronting it so we can receive the healing from it, right? So, one of the hardest things to do as a christian isn't necessarily forgiving because god through jesus christ will himself give us the strength to forgive we don't have to forgive in our own might or in our own strength god through jesus christ does that for us okay so that's a power that he gives to us just like he has us to forgive us we were full of sin right and he still forgave us out on the cross for us he loved us right so that same power is flowing through us so we have the power to forgive through from god through christ jesus okay and we can move on with or without that person in our lives if necessary because god's given us the power to do that right the harder thing may be accepting that God truly loves the person that hurts you. Because we have a tendency to want God to be mad at the people we mad at. We want God to hate the people we hate. We want pe we want God to hurt the people who hurt us. Okay, so let me give you the first scripture reference. It is Matthew chapter 5 verses 44 through 45. Matthew chapter 5 verse 44 through 45 but i say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven 
For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Let me read that to you one more time. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44 through 45. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Alright? So... Jesus is saying, okay, love your enemies and pray for those people who've persecuted you. Pray for those people who hurt you, lied on you, harmed you. Pray for those people so you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. So you may be sons of your father who is in heaven because he's saying God is doing the same thing. Everybody who he makes his son rise on is not good or love him or, you know, care about him he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust all right he's not picking and choosing like oh you down for me you you love the lord you believe in jesus okay i'm gonna send you a little rain i'm gonna send you a little sun oh you don't oh you ain't getting nothing you in the pitch black and, the, and your your lands is full of rocks and all that other stuff god is not like that all right so he's saying jesus is saying to us to be sons of our father we can't be like that either right just like god is sending rain on the just and on the unjust and his sun is shining on the evil and on the good and he's doing this and he is good we have to be sons and daughters of our father okay and bless those people who persecute us bless them and do not curse them like i hate you you ain't gonna be ish you suck your mama ugly stuff like that you know what i'm saying and we do things like that and to be sons of our father we can't and this is not easy. I'm saying this to you from personal experience. I know this is a difficult thing, right? But through many tears, through many tears, I have learned this. And I have, I've had to process this and go through this with God, to go through this with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit ministering to me and helping me and encouraging me that, yes, God still loves the person who hurt me. Yes, God still has good things for the person who wronged me. Yes, God still will show up for them when they pray to him. Just like he shows up for me. And maybe that's easy for some of y'all. Maybe I was just a vengeful helper. And I just really had some stuff going on. But if you're there today, if you're there today, all right, y'all, it's light at the end of this tunnel. And we have to be sons and daughters of our Father. Like I, like Jesus said, he sends his rain on the just and on the unjust. All right? And I know I'm saying that a lot, but we need to hear this. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So you have to hear the word of God to have faith, to go on, to do these things. All right? So I have to keep saying this to you and ministering it to your spirit so you'll receive it. Okay? We have to be sons of our Father. This is what Jesus said. You have to bless those who persecute us. Bless and do not curse them, even through tears. So if you felt like you had to do this with joy at the outset, like you had to be happy to do it, you don't. I've had to pray for people and thank God for things through tears. Through tears. And that's faith. Like, my flesh don't want this, Jesus, but I want you. So if I got to cry through it, if I got to scream through it, if I got to yell through it, I'm going to do it. Through tears, through hurt, through pain. Because I have faith in you and I trust you. So if you felt like you had to be happy about it, that's not true. God is not 
mocked okay he doesn't want us pretending to be anything that we're not he knows who we are he knows how we feel he knows where our hearts are um so he's not looking for us to pretend so if you're crying through it you're angry do it you're mad through it lord i don't want to do this it sucks so bad tell him he already knows anyway anything that you're stuffing is only killing you and hurting you and hindering you from moving forward so confess that to god confess the anger confess that you want to curse him confess that you feel like you hate him confess it to god he can handle the truth okay god loves the truth he dwells in the light he loves the truth he ain't scared of it even if it's funky if it's a mean and nasty and hurtful truth he can deal with it because once you give it to him he can give you something else Right, so it's very important that you're honest with God about where your heart is today, tonight, with whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with. And this is the Holy Spirit speaking, wanting you to know that you're safe. Jesus is a safe place to process hurt, anger, pain, frustration, even hate. He's safe. You can give him all of that stuff. You don't have to hide that from him. He can take it. He can understand. But you have to give it to him and you have to talk about it because he wants to give you something else. All right. So um, he loves the person who wronged you. Jesus loves the person who wronged you. Okay. He loves the person who did you wrong. He who talked about you behind your back. He loved him too. He still loved him. Talked about you to your face. Talked about you behind your back. Disrespected you. You know, really dishonored you. Did some stuff to you. Um, raped you and some people who are holding some real hate in for people who have raped them and hurt them and violated them and oh my gosh I feel God wants you to know Jesus he cares about that he cares about that hurt he cares about what they did to you he cares about what they took from you he cares about the violation that you felt he cares about how it made you feel about yourself and what you lost in it. Jesus cares about that. So when he's saying to you, he's saying to me when he's saying to us, bless those who persecute you, it's in no way diminishing what they did. It's in no way saying, I don't care about what they did to you or what they said about you or they violated you or took something from you that was yours. God cares about that. And he's not taking it away from you or minimizing it or diminishing it in any way but what he does not want is for it to destroy you and hate doesn't destroy the other person it only destroys you all right and if you are hurting tonight and you're angry at god for loving the person still you have to forgive god and i know that a lot of us feel like well god hasn't done anything he hasn't and he's perfect and he's righteous. But in our hearts, we want people, we want God to hate who we hate. And we're flesh and blood and we're human. So if you are holding a resentment or anger towards God tonight because he still love them. And you know in Christ Jesus that he still does, but you're angry about it because what they did to you was so vile. And you can't stand that God still loves them. You have to bring that. You have to bring that to God. That is nothing that you can take can continue to hold within yourself any longer you have to give that to god you have to god cares about what happened to you all right but he does not want it to consume you destroy you defile you any longer 
you have to give it to him. Take a deep breath and cry and scream and let it out and punch walls and kick whatever you got to do. But you bring that to the altar of God and let him deal with that person and let, give him the hate that you feel. Even the anger and the frustration that you feel in him for still loving him. Okay? And move on because that's what God wants for you. He wants you to be lifted and light and hopeful again and have joy again and have faith again and peace again. Knowing that he has the best things in store for you. He does not want hate to destroy you. Okay, so you got to make it a, a more personal thing. Forgiveness, and I know this is a cliche and people say it a lot and we listen to it a lot. And when we're angry, you really can't hear nothing. But forgiveness is not for that person. It's not. It truly is not. It is for you. It's for you. It's a gift to you. And I pray tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus that you would accept that gift. Because it's for you. It's not for them. God will deal with them with what they did. He's paying attention. He's not asleep. He can see. All right. Let him do with you whatever he wants to do with you and use it however way he wants to use it. Because what the enemy means for bad, God always uses it for good. But allow him to. Allow him to do it in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, and in your soul. Okay. And I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray and ask it all. Amen. Thank you, Father. Um. Yeah. Let me give you the next scripture reference, okay? It is Romans chapter 12, verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Let me read that to you one more time. Romans chapter 12, verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. This is the Apostle Paul saying, Marks of the true Christian, how we're supposed to be living. We can't look like anybody else. I'm telling you. You're human, just like I am. It is so easy to hate somebody. It's so easy to curse somebody. It's so easy to be angry. Doing this, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, that's hard. That's hard. You need heavenly strength to do that. You can't do it in your own power. So it's a higher thing that God is calling us to do. Alright? It's a higher thing. Blessing people and not cursing them. Okay? It's hard to see or hear people say or see good things in someone who hurt them i know that from personal experience all right because once you start to pray for those who persecuted you because prayer changes things and prayer is powerful and prayer is is our weapon right against evil so once you start praying for people who have persecuted you yes oh yes honey you're going to see a change in them they're going to be different they're going to act different they're going to look different because why prayer changes things right and even though it's what you're praying for it's not always easy to receive it's not always easy to see the growth to see the change to see the repentance to see the renewal in that person because you know, you want it because the Lord told you to want it you know you really kind of want it but then you really don't want it because your heart is still not healed and you're still hurt and broken and you still can't believe that the Lord loved this one like you got good things for him you got good things for her it's like almost you don't want it you're being obedient and praying and blessing them because the lord has told you bless and do not curse them and you speak in life and you do all the things but when you're doing those things god is moving right and you don't want to be left behind in that because god is going to move in everything that he says he's going to do all right god is faithful he is steadfast and he keeps his promises all right so 
when he's telling us this and we're praying, you're going to see the move of God in this person. But that's difficult because kind of you want other people to see the terrible in them too. Right? You want other people to see how bad they are, how bad they've been, how horrible they've been. It's human nature. It's just human nature. Just human nature. It's basic. I hate them, so everyone else should too. We are very basic in that. How many times have we seen in movies um, where people are best friends? And it's like, well, I hate them, so you're my best friend, so you hate them too. That's how, how we kind of do Jesus. <laughs> You love me and I love you, so I don't like them and I don't want you to like them too. Like the end. Lord, please don't put no blessings on them. I want all their blessings because they hurt me and I want all their stuff because they was wrong and I'm right. And yeah, we're like that. Very petty. <laughs> Very petty. And I'm laughing and it's not funny, but it's just the truth. This is how we are. But, but, okay. God's compassion far exceeds anything that can be understood or fathomed by a human all right now let me give you this next scripture reference but let me give you the context and the background of it okay for our, uh now lord i pray i ain't lost the um no i didn't <laughs> i thought i had lost the scripture but i have it thank you jesus um let me give you some background for this. Now, the scripture reference is Jonah chapter 4, verse 9 through 11, right? Now, this is the background to the story. Now, if you don't know any Bible stories, if you're not familiar with your Bible, it's okay, all right? Everybody wasn't familiar with their Bible at one point, all right? We all learned. Now, so I don't want to say it like to make you feel bad. I'm just telling you. Now, <laughs> um, story of Jonah, Jonah ran from God. Uh, God had gave Jonah, um, told him to go to Nineveh and give them the word of the Lord. But Jonah did not want to go. He went and down to Joppa and found the ship going to Tarshish. All right. This is how Jonah got swallowed by the whale. Okay. The great fish swallows Jonah. That's what a great fish swallows Jonah. That's what the scripture says. All right. Jonah was in the belly of the whale. Jonah was praying. After Jonah got thrown up. Okay. <laughs> Well, on to the out of the sea, all right. Jonah um went to do what the Lord had told him to do. He went to Nineveh and he went and did what the Lord said. And Jonah went and prophesied to the to the city of Nineveh what the Lord told him to say. Okay, now, but the king. Like a lot of times in the Bible, there are so many stories of people being told things or um, prophesied to, but they don't repent. They kill the prophet and they just go on to do about what they wanted to do. And then this terror falls on them, right? But not this time, okay? Jonah went to Nineveh, cried out against Nineveh, told them exactly what the Lord said. And the king of Nineveh rose moved his robe covered with sackcloth and ashes he issued a proclamation through Nineveh a decree by the king he um said by the decree of the king his nobles that neither man nor beast herd or flock taste anything let them not feed or drink water but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and let them call out mightily to the Lord let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hand who knows God may turn and relent and turn from his fierce anger so that we may not perish 
okay so when Jonah went to prophesy to Nineveh and told them what God wanted them to say like he spoke against them and they heard it I was like oh wait a minute we do not want this smoke let us tear our clothes <laughs> we gonna repent in sackcloth and ashes we gonna fast the animals gonna fast we all gonna fast because perhaps the Lord will have mercy and compassion on us all right and he will relent of their disaster okay and God did all right after all these things and God seen what they did and the scripture says when God saw what they did how they turned from their evil way God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to them and he did not do it okay so now to this scripture the scripture reference Jonah chapter 4 verse 9 through 11 Jonah was mad Jonah was mad and he said to the Lord which God already knew was in his heart this why I didn't even want to come here because I knew you was good I knew you was steadfast I knew you was loving and compassionate and I knew that you was gonna forgive him that's why I didn't want to come here because Jonah did not want that he didn't have any compassion for him okay and God did all right now Finally, after that backstory, I'm going to read read you the scripture reference. Jonah chapter 4 verse 9 through 11. But God said to Jonah, do you do well to be angry for the plant? And he said, yes, I do well to be angry, angry enough to die. And the Lord said, you pity the plant for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow, which came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should not I pity Nineveh, that great city, in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left, and also much cattle? Alright, y'all. Okay, I'm going to read this to you one more time. I hear the Holy Spirit telling me to read this to you one more time. But before I read it again, in the beginning of the scripture, verse 9, Do you do well to be angry for the plant? Well, when Jonah had ran off in his anger and frustration and had called out, he wished he would, he would have rather been dead, okay, for then for them to um, repent and uh, to, for God to have compassion on him. Um, he was in the heat and he ran off to the east and um, God had allowed a bush, a plant to be, um, grow over him and covered his head, all right, to shield him from the sun. And then the next morning, God sent a worm to devour the plant. And then it was gone and he was not shielded from the sun and he was faint. So this is the plant that uh, God was talking about when he was speaking to Jonah in the beginning. So when he was asking Jonah, do you well to be angry for the plant? That's what he was talking about. Okay, so let me read it to you one more time. Jonah chapter 4 verse 9 through 11. But God said to Jonah, do you do well to be angry for the plant? And he said, yes, I do well to be angry, angry enough to die. And the Lord said, you pity the plant for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow, which came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should not I pity Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left and also much cattle? So God is saying to Jonah, you pity the plant. The plant was 
grew in the night and died in the night. It was ate up in the night, okay? But you you do well to be angry for this. You pity the plant, but you don't want me to pity the city of Nineveh who have 120,000 people in this city, much cattle, and they don't know they right hand from their left. So God is saying to Jonah, they really don't even know what's up. They really don't even know what's up. But you would feel better for me to destroy this whole people. But you care more about the plant than for these people. And God is saying, I got compassion on these people. They don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know what's up. So yeah, I'm going to have compassion on them when they repent, when they turn from evil and turn to me. Now, how many of you have ever been Jonah? Are you Jonah today? Are you Jonah tonight? That you're so angry that God will have compassion on somebody who did you wrong. Compassion on these people. You will have more compassion on a plant than these people. Right? The only thing, the only respite, I should say, from this heart attack. Because that's a heart attack. The only respite from that heart attack is love. That's it. That's all. Somehow, love does truly transform and change things. Even the people who've hurt us. Even the people who've done us the most wrong. The most dirty. People who've done us dirty. Right? Somehow, love is enough. And... I'm not saying it because it's easy. I'm saying it's because it's true. And I'm saying it because I witnessed it in my own life. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy journey. It wasn't an easy walk. And I crawled through it. And I cried through it. And my mom, when she's talking about her face, she's always saying that she's stumbling, crawling, walking, and falling. That's how I did to get through that place. It was not easy. But today... I can see how love really, truly does transform and change things. Not just that other person's heart, but mine as well. Somehow love does truly transform and change things. Without love, there's no hope. There just isn't. Since God is love, he's told us he is love. God is love, right? Bring your troubled heart to his care. Just bring it to him. Like, don't clean it up or dust it off or try to make it look pretty. Just bring it to him as it is. If it's black, bring him your black heart. Just as it is. Lord, I don't love them. I don't care about them. I don't want them and I hope they die. Bring that to him. He can deal with it. Because he's going to use love to heal you and change them. And he promised it. And I don't know how he does it. He's so miraculous and perfect. But it's the truth. And he does. Okay? So, ask him to love you through your hate. <laughs> that's just the truth ask him to love you through your hate so you can love others too this is not individual you can't do this alone you need God's help with this and saying it for a person who tried to do it on their own because when you know the Bible sometimes you just feel like well I know what's supposed to be done so let me just do it and sometimes in my life I've missed and still do that just because I know the right thing to do doesn't mean that I can implement it on my own. I need Jesus. There's nothing that I can do without Jesus. I need Jesus, okay, to help me to walk through this, to even figure this thing out. I need Jesus, okay? So 
Ask God, like I said, to love you through your hate so you can love others too, even the one you used to hate. Eventually, you'll get to the point where it's a used to. It's not a current thing. It's a used to. The power of love makes hate past tense. It has to flee when love comes in. Hate has to flee when love comes in. It just can't stay. Ask God for help to see. Ask God for help to see that. Alright. I know I've given you a lot tonight. And I know it's a lot to think about. And it's kind of heavy. But it's time for us to get healed. It's time for us to stop walking around. As wounded warriors. In that respect. Alright. We always have scars. Jesus had bore his scars in his hands. If you remember. Um, in the scripture it says. When he appeared to his disciples. They were able to put their hands in his sides and looked at the nail holes in his hands so he had scars but he was still victorious okay we do not have to walk around in this wounded state because there is healing for us all right there is absolute whole and total healing for us but we have to bring our whole selves to god when we have to bring him the truth in that as well all right so i hear the lord telling me to pray for you Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that we would trust your son for healing. Jesus, you are so good. And there's no hurt or pain that we've experienced in this life that you are not greater than or more powerful than or that would defeat you. Nothing will defeat you. You are greater than any hurt or pain that we've ever experienced, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray yeah, my camera got cut off for a minute, but that's okay because the Holy Spirit is still here. So we're still going to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, you are greater than any hurt, pain, disillusionment and despair that we've ever experienced in this life in the mighty name of jesus i pray father god for your healing nurturing gracious spirit to come upon us father god and give us your peace i pray father god that you would help us to pray for those who persecute us that we will bless those who persecute us bless and do not curse them in the mighty name of jesus and i pray for your strength and power your might and your majesty to help us to do so father god in the mighty name of jesus i pray you will give us your hope your strength your might, your grace, and your mercy, Father God, and you will heal us and deliver us from any despair and protect us from any hurt, harm, or danger. Sing your precious Son, Jesus' name, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Y'all, in the mighty name of Jesus, that must have been a word that the Lord really wanted y'all to speak because, to, to receive because all of a sudden my camera just went off like for nothing for nothing <laughs> but um nonetheless god is still good god is faithful god is powerful and god is in control so if you are struggling tonight with healing and help and the feeling of hate and being tormented by that give that to god tonight give it to him tonight let him handle it let him take care of what they did to you and let him take care of what let him take care of you too okay in the mighty name of jesus i pray and ask it all father god amen our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God. Amen. Y'all, I hope this message blessed you, helped you, and encouraged you. And it will usher you into healing, right? Um... Yeah, it's not easy, but God is with you. Jesus is with you. He's for you and not against you. He is for you and not against you. Always on the character of God. He is for you and not against you. He's absolutely perfect, all right? So, if this message blessed you, helped you, or encouraged you, please like, subscribe, and comment below. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.